Oh, hello. It is I, Josh Potter, back again for another episode of The Josh Potter Show. And boy, oh boy, exciting news. This Friday and Saturday, going to be in Chicopee, Massachusetts, Loft Comedy Club. And tickets are moving, my friend. Get them right now up on Instagram at Josh underscore Potter, at J underscore Potter on Twitter. Other dates include a 420 show here in Burbank, California with Sarah Weinschenk, who is my guest today. Yay! Also on the docket, we got Bakersfield, California. That going down at the Well Comedy Club, April 22nd, May 5th and 6th at the Mic Drop in Arizona. That's outside of Phoenix there, Chandler, Arizona. Uh, And then beyond that, June 1st, Poughkeepsie, New York, and Sarasota Springs, New York, June 2nd and 3rd. All of it on sale right now, so go get your tickets, please. And uh, remember... Josh Potter Show at gmail.com is where you can send in all your music the way by definition did here with this to 1992 and all your roach reportings, which we'll get to in just a couple of moments. But yes, my guest today, we just boarded the mothership together and we'll yes, never we be did. the same. We'll never be the same. Tell everyone where they can find you. Give us You can dates. find me at Princess Shank on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me on This Bitch Podcast every Monday. Shank Podcast every Wednesday. And I will be on 420 with Potter at Nightcap. And then in uh, the second week of Austin, I will be doing shows all over the place. The second so week of May? The second week of May. What did I say? The second week of Austin. Oh, oh ma- yes, Mommy's been a little too busy. <laughs> I forgot how to fucking speak. The second week of May. It is technically the second week of Austin, though. Yes. If you think about it. In what way? Well, because we just got back from a little Austin excursion. Mine much shorter than yours. One thing about Austin, when you're in Austin, time flies. You were there for how long? Five days. Five days? No, a week, seven days. A whole week, yeah. I was there for a full seven days, yeah. Wild. And I met up with you late in the week, and Mama already on one. Let's just say that. (laughs) Mama had already decided she was moving. There were tales of (laughs) ladies of the night. I mean, what a week she had, and then- we had uh, ladies of the night, <laughs> <laughs> and then we had a wonderful time. First night I got there, we were at the old mothership. Beam me up, Joe Rogan. You know, we got aboard. We got beamed up, beamed up, and just like any other alien uh, abduction, hell, my ass has been probed. I'll tell you in a great, <laughs> in, a, in the best way. I don't know why we like talk about things like that, like it's bad. You know, like people say, uh, "Man, I really got fucked in the ass on that one." You know? Yeah. Some people really would enjoy something like that. Yeah. You know? You got to be in the mood. You got to know that it's coming. We got to change the- I don't want to be surprised. The, that's a good point. We got to change, though, the tone of that. You know? You got fucked in the ass. Congrats, man. Oh, man. I got really fucked in the ass today. What an awesome day. You know? <laughs> or like, you know, when you tell someone, you're like, hey, suck my dick. It's like, yeah, you'd love that. Yeah. Isn't that a good thing? Yeah. So what are we doing? All the all the things like that. But Eat like, my ass. You can't I mean, say suck my clit and still find a man who wants to have <laughs> sex with you. No, I think you, you say, can. Suck my clit. It's like in so a good way or a bad aggressive. Way? Wait, to say it in like a bad way or a good way? I don't know. Just like when you say like eat my ass or like suck my dick, it's so socially accepted and like suck my clit feels really like harsh and like, oh, I would never. Even in the bedroom. Yeah, it just feels, <laughs> it feels like. I don't know, in the bedroom I go, ooh, wow, all right, lady. No, it's like, how horny are you, lady? That's how I feel like it yeah. is. Yeah, how horny are you? <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome, that, right? I don't know. Yeah, See? I don't know. They all seem good. But anyhow, yes, it was a wonderful time at the mothership, and uh, we partied again the next night. We went to uh, Red Band, opened a brand new club down the street from the mothership. They're just opening clubs. It's so fun. You know, and it makes sense. And, and they're going to have tons of crowds down there for the foreseeable future. So at the end of the day, smart move by Redman and his club is beautiful. Go check it out. Sunset Strip in Austin. His is beautiful, too. I know. I was like, I wonder if what it's going to be like next to the mothership. And I was like, oh, it's just another amazing audience. And they get all the comedians from the mothership because it's all walking distance. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's like being in a, in a comedy heaven. But there was a little crossover. Something happened the first night we were there. I don't even know if you're aware of this. 
the Minnesota Timberwolves were at the mothership. Oh, yeah. He knew that because you told me that. But I was like, yeah, Timberwolves, oh, just a bunch of tall guys. Yeah, a bunch of really tall gentlemen walked in, and uh, I go, well, that has to be some basketball team. I was like, there's no way there's just, like, five supremely tall men just, like, hanging out together. They don't just, like... Do tall people just hang out together? No, no. Tall people just mosey around together like herds of geese? (laughs) They just... (laughs) They find each other and they go, get another tall guy in here. We only hang out with talls. It did... It, they were exceptionally tall. After you yeah, pointed out professional to me that they were basketball players. players, I was like, that makes a lot of sense because <sighs> I was feeling small. I was feeling powerless. Well, you were uh, you were also on one, creepy-wise. <laughs> and so I thought, you know, I go, is Mama getting excited about the, about the basketball players? And you're like, I'm tired. <laughs> I go, yeah, right. I am way too tired to fuck a basketball player. I've been drinking all week. I've been walking around telling jokes. The last thing I want to do is have this overly tall man with probably a huge dick in my bed right now. I'm trying to get 12 hours of shut eye. <laughs> yeah. Like, I want to wa- be able to walk tomorrow. Yeah, I have plans. <laughs> That's like, true. A basketball player is like... Better cancel tomorrow's plans. I don't have the stamina for that. If you have a hike the next day, you're not going on it. No, and the other thing is, like, you should have... I wish the, they would have arrived at the beginning of the week. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before, yeah. you know, Austin had had its way with me. I was <laughs> depleted by the time those the basketball daddies arrived. I was like, I can't even form thoughts or sentences, let alone meet someone new. Would you say that night was the drunkest you got? <sighs> I don't know. It honestly all just kind of like meshed together and mm. it just feels like I was just like having a, a drunken week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like a sailor. Well, lost you were drinking its... pink pink drink, drinks the entire time on Thursday. That's why I asked. Pink the, tequila drinks. They tasted so good and I wasn't as hungover as you'd think. Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, yeah. But I, I'll tell you this. I'm take my liver's taking like two months off. Wow, you heard it here first, folks. So if you're coming to the 420 show in Bakersfield or in, in uh, Burbank, Burbank, excuse me, uh, I will have to do the shots. He'll be doing the shots, but I'll be doing all the bloods. Yeah, I'll do those too. You know, no no qualms with that. But there is a reason I brought up the Minnesota Timberwolves, and it is crazy that we saw them on Thursday night. Let's get into the sports. So this particular Minnesota Timberwolf player, the center, Rudy Gobert, was at the mothership specifically. He was? Yes, because um, he took a photo with Joe Rogan. I don't know if you can pull up. If I think it's on Joe's Instagram uh, like main feed. But it could have just been in his stories, but we'll find out here in a second. But I have such a it's such an interesting parallel uh, because the fact of the matter is I was with Tom in Las Vegas right before covid and we had dinner with Joe Rogan. And when we were going out to dinner, they were like, I heard the NBA might be like getting rid of audiences. You know what I mean? It was like when they were talking about that because of covid, they're like, we're going to get rid of crowds. And Rudy Gobert was the first NBA player to have COVID. He was? And he actually like did something very like at the time was almost like a sin. He was talk he was doing a press conference before he was like, I guess, diagnosed with COVID or it was shown that he tested positive. He did a press conference where he like touched all the microphones with his hands. Because no. he had, at the time he had been like exposed, but we didn't know what was going on yet, you know? Right. So everyone was like, are you scared of it? And he's like, nope. And he did that. He like touched all the microphones. And then he got it. And then he got it. Yes. And he was like the first MB. And he was like, I feel like he's going to be a, a fucking Jeopardy question. Did you, were you able to pull up his uh, thing there? I'm trying to get it to go right now. I see. Oh. It would be toward the top, I would imagine. Uh, as it fills in like a game show. I don't know. Maybe he did. Maybe it was only. I the saw stories. them take the picture in real life. Maybe no. it was only in the stories. But it was it was just funny because it was like the, I was with him when all that went down. And now we go, you know, we're on the other side of it. Thank the Lord. And uh, Rudy Gobert and him are just hanging out in the booth. 
I know. I was like, thank God Potter's here to tell me that that's a timber wolf. I would have never known. I felt like I had inside knowledge. So, yeah, I mean, and they uh, and they played in, I guess they were playing like a exhibition or it's there it is right there. Oh, yeah, there they are. There they are. And we were right behind the other side of that camera. Yeah. Then I went up to him and I was like, you're really tall. And I said, <laughs> and I said to him, have a great rest of the season. The season's over. Turns out. <laughs> no. That was my basketball. I felt like a real pink hat in that moment because I was like, have a good season. And they kind of made like a disgruntled noise or like, uh, uh, like they thought I was talking shit to them because oh, their season's yeah. pretty much over. But, uh, you know, just the other day, a couple of days after this, well, on Sunday, was it? Yes. Uh, Rudy Gobert was sent home by the team after throwing a punch at teammate Kyle Anderson during a timeout in the second quarter of their vital 113 over uh, 108 win against the New Orleans Pelicans. Wait, wait, wait. We saw him pre-punch? We saw him, yeah, a couple days before. And they actually got into a fight with another team, I do believe, at another point in the season. But yeah, we saw them pre-punch. This is that both of them very. I didn't catch who the other players were, and I'm not like well versed in basketball enough to have possibly known who el- which other Timberwolves were at the uh, mothership that night. But it v- very well we could have seen both of them there. The two that fought. Yeah, Rudy and the guy he punched. Yeah, but I don't know that. I, again, I don't know which players were with. I only Rudy know Gobert. just the one. So Kyle Anderson is the guy that got punched uh, in this win over the New Orleans Pelicans. I can't say New Orleans, it's two plurals. Do you notice that? New New Orleans Pelicans. New Orleans Pelicans. New Orleans Pelicans. It seems wrong to me. I don't know why. I just have, I'm having trouble saying it, folks. So I'm glad I, I'm glad Rudy Gobert doesn't play for them. (laughs) We made the decision to send Rudy Gobert home after the incident in the second quarter. Timberwolves president Tim Connolly said in a statement, his behavior on the bench was unacceptable and we will handle the situation internally. Mike Connolly added that Gobert has apologized in the team group chat. Ooh, good. In the team group chat. (laughs) I I want to read the team group chat. I don't know. What's going on in the group chat? They shouldn't. Uh, publicly acknowledge the team group chat. That there's a group chat. Yeah, Yeah. because now people are going to, like, if you ever got the screen grabs, good golly, you could cancel an entire organization. (laughs) The team thread. Can you imagine? I mean, I'm in a couple group chats with whether it be comics or people from high school, and I got to tell you, the group chat is where all all the terrible shit happens. Yes, exactly. Group chats can ruin society. Group chats can also ruin your night. Sometimes when you're like, I don't feel like writing back and everyone else is writing back to the thread and it's like a thread of 20 people. You're like, everyone calm down, get live. You got to silence that shit. You can't have it be like, because you'll want to throw your phone out the window. Yeah, I'm I'm on the edge of a nervous breakdown over here because I'm not silencing the threads. Group chats can bring down this whole thing. You know, basketball teams and society in general, everything, anything, everything, family group chats, high school friend group chats, government group chats. And, you know, you got to really trust who's in the group chat government. Yeah. Politicians group Group chats. chats. You got to really trust who's in it. Do you trust everyone in your group chats? No, I don't just say things willy nilly in the group chat. Well, that's a very you got to. Yeah, you're probably very reserved then. I'm very reserved in my group chat where it's too many people that I don't know. Like if someone else invites me to a group chat and they have like 15 other friends in there, I'm not going to be on my worst behavior in that chat. I'll save it for a group chat with like Kim. Okay. So just you and that's not a group chat. That's you and Kim. No, I know. But like if it was like you, me and Kim. You wouldn't talk the same way? I would if you were in in the thread. Okay. Yeah. I thought for a second I was the, whoa, Josh the is outlier. here. <laughs> Yo, Josh is here. Pull the reins back a little bit. Uh, no, all right? you know everything that I, <laughs> that I do and say for um, the most part. Yeah, I just feel like you have to trust everybody because like, think about Jake Fromm was in a group chat with his friends. Who's from, Jake Fromm? Jake Fromm is former Georgia Bulldogs quarterback. Uh, he played against Tua Tagaviola and uh, Jalen Hurts in the national championship. Those two went on to be starters in the NFL. Jake Fromm was drafted by the Bills very okay. late, and then he was the third-string quarterback for many a time, and uh, including our COVID reserve quarterback. And then eventually he went to the Giants, and I think now he plays for the Falcons. But he's bouncing around a little bit because... And I don't know if this is the complete reason why his career was derailed, but 
there were group chats leaked. I could tell by the way he looks that his group chats would be a problem. He said they were talking, I do believe, <laughs> about, uh, I think they were talking about guns. Yeah, guns and pussy. I feel like that's the only thing that <laughs> is being talked about in his thread. So he says uh, in the, the thing that got him canceled, so to speak, is that he had a tweet or a text in the group chat that was referring to guns as something that only the elite whites should be able to own. Can we pull up the tweet? Or the text, I mean, just type in uh, group chat or group text. Elite whites? Elite whites. He does use those words, I do believe. Ugh, he looks like he's like a neo-Nazi, too. He's very white. Do you, do you have the quote? He's so white that his name's William, but he goes by his middle name, Jacob. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. So what does it say there, Kirsten? Read those. Um, It says... Views changed on what? He said, gun, silly boy. Ugh, already um, silly boy's weird. Ugh, silly boy. <laughs> silly boy. Who the hell are you writing One to second. there? What's wrong? I'm not sure if this is the right one. Just make them very expensive so only elite white people can get them. Yes, that is. I was confused, go. sorry, which um side was him or not. But yeah, yeah no, he, he didn't that. leak his own group chat. Yeah. <laughs> you're right, you're right. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Oh, uh, so yeah, no, I mean, and then I don't think his life has really been the same since. You, know? you can't you can't be what what did he think was gonna happen yeah but at the end of the day here's the thing what he thought was he was making a joke in his group chat with his bros but look at his bro's face you could tell from that photo his bros not to be trusted if you scroll well, up and take a look at jacob the guy also roasts him just about that he says whoa do you think you're an elite white person look at you need to look at your contact picture and that's him mm. Ugh. well i don't know i mean and then the I mean, I think the guy who leaked this is a scumbag more than I think Jake Fromm is for maybe having, uh, you know, unfortunate views about uh, guns. The uh, inner city blacks. <laughs> um, yeah, his friend's a douchebag and he's a douchebag, too. Of course he's a douchebag. But they're both douchebags. Right. But his friend's a special kind of douchebag. Right. Because it's like. But if we're going along the lines of if you saw my group chats. That's just a yeah. You know what I mean? I don't necessarily say things about uh, you know black people in mine, but I say some other things, probably. That yeah. if my friends were like, "Hey, let's ruin Josh's," life. I don't think it would ruin. <laughs> I mean, you people hear me talk every week, so I don't think it would really. If I tried to get no. a real job at some point, or I had some sort of like network television show, which not happening uh, ever. So. I don't think I could be ruined by my group chats necessarily. I I don't have to challenge my friends out there. Mine's mine's like a lot of nicknames for guys. You're scared about that? No, just like if I'm chatting with Kim, I'll be like, this is what happened with this one. And they all have different names. Can you give an example without giving, uh, without blowing up your own spot? Yes, like Big Dick Bob. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Weird how you blew up your own spot, kind of. (laughs) I just To me, at least. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> big dick bob <laughs> hilarious oh my god so do we have video of this fight yeah sure do all right let's check it out here's the guy we hung out we saw at the old uh, mothership taking a swing at his teammate here rudy gobert here we go oh Ooh. now do you recognize the man he punched do you think he was uh at the mothership Honestly, I don't. I don't even know what I remember from that night. I just remember that dude was tall. I have no idea. That <laughs> that guy could have been there. A circus animals could have been in there, and like a jaguar could have been in there, and I wouldn't remember. <laughs> While head coach Chris Finch tried to address the team, Anderson and Gobert were involved in a heated discussion that, according to uh, Woj, and uh, centered on defense and rebounding. So they were having like an argument about defense and rebounding. After Anderson told Gobert to shut the fuck up, bitch, the Frenchman Uh-oh. threw a punch at Anderson's chest, though it did not land with much force. But he did tell him to shut the fuck up, bitch. Yeah, because they were he was probably like, you're not rebounding enough or some bullshit. And then he punched him after he called him a bitch. Yeah, and then he got sent home. Kyle wants to win, and someone uh, sometimes he's a little aggressive in the way he talks. But I don't take it personally, Gobert said. I receive it in a positive way because it comes from a place of wanting me to be the best Rudy I can be and wanting us to win. I have, 
his competitor i love his competitiveness i love the way he plays the game the way he makes others around him better he's a huge part of this year and uh then he punched him evidently i mean that <laughs> i mean that's a wild thing to say after you punch a guy that is that is but if someone called me a bitch i might want to punch him too i've been called bitch so many times i don't care <laughs> There's you could call I don't know what it there's no words you can call me that are worse than the words that I call myself. Therefore, I don't believe I would punch anybody over said words. That makes sense. I get that. Sometimes you do have to let the intrusive thoughts win. What's that? Oh, the intrusive. Yes. Sometimes you just got to let them come out. No, I mean, I never d- could have a person call me by a, a stupid name and be like, I'm going to fight them over these words they said. Does that make me, does that make me a bitch? No, I just think that like, like he might've always been just ready to punch someone. I feel like when you're a basketball player, you're ready to punch if you got a punch. You know what I mean? They've also, sorry, I didn't mean to cut No, it's okay. When you're a professional athlete at any point, you're ready to punch. That's just what I think. There are guys that are prone to punching out of the gate. They've also been playing like a whole season together. So who knows what's gone down this season behind the scenes that he's just been waiting to you know, chest punch him. That's a great insight. Because I would also never hit someone like based on calling me names, but like maybe he's just been missing those rebounds and then he's telling other people to rebound. And that's true. in his mind, he's like, he should get hit in the chest a little bit. That's a great insight. I mean, there's been days where I would like to hit Kim, uh, Kim in the chest a little wow. bit. Wow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. A Roach exclusive here. <laughs> that's so funny. I can see you two getting in a fracas. A scuffle. <laughs> yeah, a little scuttlebutt. Um, yeah, but I wouldn't stand a chance. <laughs> she trains. Oh, I'd be like, I pulled your hair. I'm sorry. It's all no, like, yes. it's one move I kind of have. Mama is a dainty flower, and <laughs> Kim will destroy. She, Kim will beat most guys I know up, I feel like. Easily. Easily. She trains. Yeah. But, but now she's saying she's having a soft girl era because she has her, <laughs> her fake nails on. I love it. <laughs> so we don't know. <laughs> Today's Josh Potter show is brought to us by Honey, the easy way to save when shopping on your iPhone or computer. Uh, I'm not going to ask what you're trying to buy online. It could be anything. Honey will find you all the proper things to get you, uh, you know, the proper discounts. Maybe you have a coupon that you don't know about out there in the world. Honey's going to hunt it down for you. Whatever it is, Honey can help you get it for less. It's a free tool that finds internet promo codes and automatically applies them right to your cart, no matter where your cart is. I mean, Honey has helped me save on clothes. I got to tell you, there's like little clothes, like I'll buy clothes from a store that I don't think many people have heard of, or sometimes it's like a, a niche thing. And Honey somehow finds even those coupons and I'll get a discount on, uh, on those as well. It's helped me save on sneakers as well. Unbelievable. Manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. I know my mom was doing that for a while. She was on her email just scouring and signing up for things all the time. And now you don't have to do that anymore. It's all over with. Honey doesn't just work on desktops. It works on your iPhone too. So you can just activate it on Safari on your phone and save on the go. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting my show. So thank you for doing it. If you haven't done it already, get on it, my friend. Get to PayPal Honey or get PayPal Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash potter. That's joinhoney.com slash potter. One more time. Joinhoney.com slash potter. Well, speaking of soft girl era. Uh-huh. Have you ever thought about how you would want to be proposed to? Yes. Do tell. Give us the whole rundown. I need there to be, first of all, I need, like, I need to have a manicure ahead of time, which I probably already will. So just heads up, if you're thinking of proposing to me and you're just binging who I am by watching the Josh Potter show, th- this is what I'm looking for. Okay. Um, <laughs> I want to have a secret photographer there to capture the moment. Mm-hmm. I think it's, I think it's like by an ocean, maybe in Hawaii. Okay. Wow. All right. And um, <laughs> that's what I want. So this is what I always wondered about Sunset. the uh, about the trip mm-hmm. to do the proposal. Yeah. Do you know it's coming? When you're a woman and you're in a relationship, you're always hoping it's coming. Okay. You're. Well, there's got to be times you hope it's not coming. Like yeah, no, like, there's been. It's re- Friday night and we're at Red Lobster. <laughs> this better not be the time. <laughs> 
do and now you're, you're all anxious about like good lord don't do it here at the county fair please don't do it at the county fair <laughs> but then when you go to hawaii you're like well this has gotta be the place that it's going down right and then if it doesn't then the flight home's awkward yeah that's what i'm saying so it's very well, at what point do you get where you're like walking on pins and needles at every activity that you do I don't know. I mean, I thought that I was going to have at least like five proposals by now. Here I am. <laughs> I haven't had one. So like I'm not, I might not be the person to ask, Josh. This is what I always thought was a good way to do it. And uh, maybe I'm wrong. Okay, let's hear. But I would just do it at the place that the person completely least expects it. Like in the car. Ooh, in the car? Yeah, like. So, are you driving? <laughs> I well, I was at one point in my when I was a young boy. I drove until I was thirty-one. So, yeah, I guess I did have the seren- the scenario that I would be driving the car. I got to change my strategy now. <laughs> you in do, an Uber, I just do it in the Uber back of a black. yeah, in the back of an Uber black. I think I told Sarah this weekend my massages are my Uber black. Like, cause you were like, you like massages or whatever. Yeah. I go, that's Uber Black is my massages. Well, let me tell you, it is nice going in an Uber Black. Oh, Actually, a proposal in the back of an Uber Black is pretty baller. The guy's got to be wearing a suit, though, or something. It's got to be. Yeah, you got to have a guy like with a tie on. You can't just have like, what are you doing back there? You you want you want me to turn the tunes down? You know, like that guy? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, Maybe yeah. Maybe no, like it's... champagne back there. What I don't a, know. What about a public proposal? No, no, no. Even on Hawaii, it's got to be like a private beach or like... I don't really want... I feel like so much, so many things are public that I do that I would like to just have it be the person who wants to get married to me, me and like a photographer. And then maybe <laughs> afterward... <laughs> Is it the is it the, the photographer, photographer that, that takes you out of that it? That made me laugh. Because I want to capture it. No, I get that. I get that. But then, you know, you're like, hey, uh, Troy Conrads, it's so crazy you're uh, in Hawaii. <laughs> It's crazy that you're in Hawaii the same time I am. I, weird. You're staying in our hotel? <laughs> <laughs> Troy Conrad's a very talented photographer He's here one in of the uh, best. Los Angeles at the Comedy Store all the time. Yeah, no, I mean, um, I don't know how that, I would. it would be tough to like, you got to do it at the beginning of the trip then just in case you're like, you know. I feel like you have to do it at the beginning of the trip. Because then also you can like fuck as fiancés, which feels like that would be like a fun novelty for like sure. some of the. I don't know if it changes anything or if you're well, like, put having... in my butt, you're my fiance <laughs> now. Like, you know what I mean? Well, you're already having Hawaii sex. So do you wait till the end so that you can have fiance sex back when you get home? Mm. Maybe you get a mile high beager because. <laughs> beager? Because you're fian- fiancés now. Fiance? <laughs> <laughs> um no i think i think hawaii sex is fun for like the first three days and then you're like let's try fiance sex well how long are we going to hawaii for three days i don't know like 10 days in my mind if i'm going to hawaii it's 10 days so okay doesn't that sound nice just going to a beach for 10 days yeah and not doing shit i guess nothing sounds better to me i don't know if i want the beach part why Oh, it's windy, there's sand, there's... Roaches little, at a beach. There's little kids. <laughs> there's children running around with a ball or something. And they're... I feel like it would be good for you to get a little, <laughs> get a little sun on your shoulders. Yeah? Yeah. On my shoulder. There's hair that will prevent that from happening. It's like the rainforest. The canopy doesn't let the sunlight in. <laughs> You come back, all your shoulder hair is blonde. It's blonde. (laughs) I put sun in in it. It's bleached. Well, the reason I asked about a public proposal is I thought maybe you'd have some opinions on this one that happened at uh, a Dodgers game recently. Uh Uh-oh. So for those uh, listening at home, this man runs out onto the field. Not with his fiance or potential fiance. He runs out there and then gets on a knee to propose to her back in the stands. So as he's getting on his knee, there she is. They show him again. And he gets speared. <laughs> no. Now, put yourself in the shoes of the bride. Again, he got speared by multiple security guards. Three, it looks like. Holy hell. They were like a clown car jumping on him there. That was wild. 
So yeah, he gets absolutely murdered while he's on one knee because he's in the outfield. I believe that's right field of uh, Dodger Stadium. In the middle of the game? I think it's like at a, they're between innings, maybe a commercial break. He ran out there, gets on his knee, and then gets speared. So if you're the woman in the stands, who this is your boyfriend? I, I hate him. Do you say yes though? I'm not saying yes. No, I'm like turned off. Pussy couldn't be drier. What if you've been you've been with him for <laughs> ten years? Then I know that this is who he is, and there's no way I want to marry him. Well, that's what I find interesting. Actually, I didn't know if this woman. You know, say she spent a decade with this man, and this is her whole life. They have a life together, and this was like the natural. <laughs> this is the natural next step, and this is the choices he made. Where does that leave you, other than completely lost as a person? Well, so then I'm wondering when he gets off of the field, is he he's going to be escorted out of Dodger Stadium? <laughs> There's no way yeah. they're going to go <laughs> enjoy a hot dog in the last inning together. No, he is completely under arrest and probably banned from Dodger Stadium for life. And maybe slightly concussed. Usually when you do something like this, you get banned from the stadium for life. And he exactly, Kirsten, he very well might be uh, in a hospital because <laughs> he got wrecked. I mean, first of all, no, this is so gross to me. I can't think of anything more gross. <laughs> it honestly. does give me the ultimate cringe. And it ick, makes me feel so ick. bad for the woman because it's like, how long have you known this guy? Were there signs that he's a complete dipshit? Yes. I need to know more about their relationship. You don't go from zero to on to the field proposal. And if you do, do you what what is that kind of whirlwind does that put you in where you're like everything was normal nothing. i never saw the signs <laughs> dude nothing was normal though <laughs> nothing was normal this might be the thing that frees her you know what i mean this might be the thing you know i thought he was the one and then he tried to propose to me at dodger stadium and it was so unattractive that i said no and then i made better choices with my life well now i'm a lesbian <laughs> like that's <laughs> so it's a wake-up call you're thinking well it's either got to be a wake-up call or it's one of those things where the man, you know, he thought he's like, I'm going to really go for this. And he made a complete error in judgment. Obviously, he did that. But maybe this wasn't his plan. Maybe he had a few too many. And he's like, I got an idea. You know, can we give him no, that benefit he, of the doubt? No, he packed the ring. Yeah. And he has it, it looks like. Yeah, he has the ring. Well, I wonder if it does the ring go flying. I can't really see from here. Yeah, oh. I think that's the box actually. Right that'd be there. hilarious if it? the yeah, that'd be hilarious if he never got that back. And like Mookie Betts is like sick and puts the <laughs> ring on his, comes out to his position. He's like, oh, sick, and he puts another piece of bling on before he plays amazing. I mean, that's insane. Like, what what do you think would happen if you tried to do that? That's like going on stage during somebody's live show. No, yeah, you get you get tackled and you get escorted out and you are banned. Most people who storm the field and get caught. Like that are banned from the stadium for eternity. Was it worth it? Uh, if she said yes, now I can imagine. What if he's like in the jail or in the hospital, either one, and she comes to like bail him out or to like visit him in the hospital, and he's like, "Well," she's like, "No." She would say no, right? <laughs> I didn't. We didn't get a follow up. We need a follow up. Roach reporters out there, scurry out from under the floorboards, scuttle, scuttle this story. <laughs> I want you to find out who this lady is. I want to get her on by Zoom. I want to find out everything about this as much as I can. I need my investigative roaches out there finding out the skinny on this couple. All right, keep that in mind. Now let's get into the news. What do you say? Bum 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 bum. Oh yes. Wait, it says she said yes. Oh my lord, we found it. We found an answer she already. Said yes. Juarez wrote on Instagram confirming what everyone who has now seen the viral video was wondering. You know, they're a perfect pair. Then she's a fucking loser they too. Are a perfect <laughs> pair. Two losers finding love. In I Los need to Angeles. talk to this woman. I need to talk to this woman. We have her name. Go down. No. Ramona. They don't have her yeah, last Ramona name. Yeah, Ramona Savage. She shared a photo of the ring, so they did get it back, I think. My lord. I need to talk to this woman and this man. I hope she has a man. Since they're together. Let's see if there's any turf. Oh, in oh my no. God. She's posting it. Like she, She's posting her fiance in cuffs. That's going in the wedding slideshow. 
Oh, did you see what she what she wrote? She wrote she wrote tad bit extreme, but he's a Leo. What can you? <laughs> but he's a Leo. What can you expect? And the first comment is, "This is literally textbook fairy tale." Congrats. Who said no. that? That person should uh, have their little Instagram. Rockabelle did. You should have your Instagram taken down. Little Rockabelle textbook romance. No, a textbook fairy tale. Oh my lord! What fairy tale is that? It's like a Doctor Grimm or whatever the hell that. A little extreme, but he's a Leo. I'm so upset. All right, she sucks too, evidently. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) that's what I'm saying. They found each other. Yeah, yes to that. So it actually is a fairy tale. Congrats, you guys. (laughs) These two loony bins fucking found (laughs) each other out there in the world, and they are into each other. God bless, I say. Yep. I'm going to go on Instagram after this and write a comment. My Lord, I have to talk to this woman. We have to find. We have to figure out her. I have to, get to talk to her. I need to find out how old she was when she had her first head injury. <laughs> Someone said, show them this video when the kids can't understand why dad can't go to the game with them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's done. He is done. Unbelievable. Well, we'll do our best to follow it up. Oh, go to that before we leave sports. Play this. This is fun. Sweeper. Well, I saw that. And I didn't know if I was supposed to say that or not on TV. That guy threw a lot of slutters. Six of the seven up there. Five is that? The they wouldn't say it on television either. That's so well, funny. What is slutter? It is a uh, slider and a cutter pitch combined. They made a portmanteau of it. There's all. There's also the slurve, which is a slider and a curveball. <laughs> but I've never heard of the slutter before. <laughs> They could have called it. They could have called it like a Clive or like a you know a Clyder or something like that or a Kurt. A, a, you know, I don't know. I know a few slutters. Yeah, I meet the, this guy knows a few too. He's throwing that shit all day long, and I love the announcers. Can we hear them again as they play this and then they they have to laugh about That's it? An interesting term, slutter sweeper. The slutter. Well, I, I didn't know if I was supposed to say that or not on TV. There's six of the seven up there. Five of the six. It is Ask Marty time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, let's get back into the news now. That was fun. I just thought Well, Miss Weinshank. Yes. We know that you are of the Princess Guild. Yes. What is your favorite Disney princess? I thought you would never ask. I'm going Belle. I was going to guess Belle. Yeah, Belle. Why? Because she reads... Because she reads, yeah. Because yeah. I'm an intellectual bitch. Um, uh, no, she be- loves a library. Because she she always, she always loves a toxic man. <laughs> is that dark? She did like a toxic man. He She is just like, I'll stay in this fucking castle with you, <laughs> you gross animal, and suck your, <laughs> suck your dog dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was into it. Yeah. She had to fall in love with a, an animal before he was a man. And then, like, also, like, her friends. I'm out there looking for my bell. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) You never know. I'll fall in love, and who knows what's under here at the end of the day. You totally change into a different person. Right. I'm just a, I have a rose in my house that's petals are (laughs) falling off it as we go every day. I'm getting gray in the beard. The petals are getting. Um, And I like her friends. Which the ones? inanimate objects she becomes friends with. <laughs> Chip? I thought you liked Cinderella's friends. Oh, uh, the mice. Yeah, which is so weird, the mice. We've talked about that before. Uh, what about them? Because you don't want mice dancing on your face talking to you. Uh, but I want the birds helping me get dressed in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> That's sick. I dated a girl who I would listen to her hum in the morning oh. before she'd go to work. It was, at first, Cute. enchanting. And I was like, look at her. She's like a princess. I imagined animated birds flying around her, helping her get ready as she like hummed. And then by like, you know, a couple of months in, I'm like, will you shut up? I'm <laughs> trying to sleep over here. A humming? No, no. I dated someone who told me that his ex used to walk around the house singing opera music. Singing it? Yeah. Like, it's the phantom of the opera. Like that <laughs> shit at home. This girl will just go around going, <laughs> no, that's... and I was like, at first I was like, oh, what a beautiful thing, and then I was throwing pillows at her by the end, suffocating her. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> what do you think of the uh, what do you think of the mermaid situation? Mm, I would fuck King Triton. 
King Triton. You had the daddy thing for King Triton. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that queef Prince Eric. No, yeah, he's a queef. But King Triton. He doesn't have a dick, though. Oh. I don't think. I'd let King Triton. He can eat finger me you out. to hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He'll finger you to hell with those big meaty fingers that he's got. I don't want that fin. Yeah, the fin. There. I mean, it's just like uh, a mermaid. There's no genitalia. You don't. He doesn't have a giant fish hog. I just sit on King Triton's face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being an absolute horror on this episode of the pod. I'm horror? Did you say horror and whore? Oh, I didn't both. know which one you said. Uh, well, anyway, guess this, or get this. Uh, you know the "Kiss the Girl" song? Yeah. Sha la 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 la. Kiss the girl. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. Um, well, they're changing the words. To what? Because evidently, the "Kiss the Girl" song is a little, you know, presumptuous, if you will. Sha la la, kiss the they. <laughs> Kiss is, the they. That's funny. Is, is you're that, like, is it, <laughs> that's funny that you're like they have a problem with the word girl naturally, <laughs> not the uh, like rapey aspects of it, but the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that's why. I don't know. I mean, it's about. Here's the thing. The song is about trying to get a girl to kiss you when she can't speak. She wants here. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Yeah. So let's find out what they changed the words to. Okay. Eight-time Oscar winner Alan Menken is back again thanks to the live-action remake of The Little Mermaid, the original of which won Menken his first two Academy Awards for Best Song and Best Score. Menken not only worked on the new songs for the upcoming film with Lin-Manuel Miranda, I've had enough of that guy, but he also helped update some of the Little Mermaid classics to adhere to modern cultural sensibilities. Oh boy, I can't wait. Speaking to Vanity Fair about his career, Mankin said Kiss the Girl, one of the two original Little Mermaid songs to land Oscar nominations, was tweaked along with the beloved villain song Poor Unfortunate Souls. Now, I don't understand what they got. To t- it's the villain singing Poor. It's Ursula's song. Yeah. And they are, she has little slugs in the jars. I've been there. You know, I see those <laughs> squirming around in there. I go, that's me sometimes. But no. <laughs> so evidently that song's problematic too, but let's see what they changed the words to. Regarding lines that might make young girls somehow feel that they shouldn't speak out of turn. That's the whole point. Ursula is trying to be a bitch and tell them like, you got to shake your ass. You got to, she's giving the wrong message because she's a villain. Right. So now they're right. going to scrub her wrong message and make it like better. And she's not, now she's making sense, Ursula. I don't know. It's I all very strange. just think... Keep the songs the way the songs were. We don't need to be reinventing the wheel here. And it's like we just keep making the same cartoons live action, then we'll do it again, make it live action again, then make it CGI next time. It's like just make new movies. New that's movies. a mess. that's a lesson here. Yeah. But let's see what the words turned into. I just I am curious. Cause Ursula, again, she's clearly trying to manipulate Ariel into giving up her voice, being like, You don't need your voice. Shake your tits. That's the whole point of the song. Get an OnlyFans account. Basically, that's what they updated to. They're like, just get an OnlyFans. You don't need to talk and express your <laughs> thoughts on the internet. Come on. <gasps> so Kiss the Girl is sung by Sebastian the Crab, who is voiced by Samuel E. Wright in the original Little Mermaid. The reggae-infused track includes lyrics like, she don't say a word and she won't say a word until you kiss the girl. Whoa, whoa, right? Yeah, yeah, that was a great delivery. Thank you. As for Poor Unfortunate Souls, the song is performed by Melissa McCarthy, who takes the role of Ursula in the 2023 film. The actress has said that she basically begged for the part. I think Lizzo should have got Ursula. (laughs) I think that that would totally change the vibe. If Lizzo got Ursula, we'd all be like, Lizzo's a kind of a baddie. We all would want to fuck Lizzo. We're all like, Ursula, I'm rooting for you. Um, Get some more slugs in the jars. Melissa McCarthy plot twist she's like i was literally like please 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 i'll bring craft services i make great chicken salad hummus i can bring snacks so M- melissa mccarthy was thirsty for this role i don't know what lunacy went through my head because i'm not known as a singer but i just have always been strangely in love with ursula that i thought i can try and lose but if i don't try for it i'll regret it forever they don't get into what the words have changed to huh i mean that's got to be scary to be playing Ursula and then singing as Ursula. I would love it. Would you like to be in a um, Marvel movie? No. Would you be an action figure for the right amount? A superhero? I mean, if I would laugh and laugh and laugh if they did that because I could care, <laughs> couldn't give two shits about Marvel, to be quite honest so with you. So 
you get a phone call tomorrow. I would have so many friends be like, that's so fucking crazy. And I'd be like, is it? We need you to be. I would do it for that for that purpose. I would I would do it for free. Just so that my the friends. The roach, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? What about, you would do a Marvel. I would do a Marvel tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. could do a Marvel. I could be a villain. I could be a, a hero. I would want to do all the like if 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 I as like they say they cast me as a Marvel person. Yeah. That's a lot of working out and preparation. Although it would be kind of fun to be like here's 45 million dollars. Your job for the next 8 months is to work out. I would I don't even know if I'd I do it. I would love to say that I would do it. Obviously my brain I go of course that's a great deal. But then when it comes down to it would I do it? The discipline. They catch me a couple months in, and they're like, "Josh, you look the same." <laughs> You're just smoking and yeah, drinking yeah, beers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have like still, I'm still pounding beers and like smoking and like have no definition. Of, <laughs> I'm like, oh no, it's coming, dude. It's just results take time. <laughs> I, how long could I get away with it? I don't know. They're just paying you to work out, and you're just smoking and drinking. Do we have any? Uh, uh, sort of uh, does it say anywhere I couldn't find anything about the changing of words in this article does it say it there um, or are you just looking at the same article I'm looking at the at? same article yeah you had sent me yeah they don't so maybe they don't even know Lin-Manuel Miranda has to come in and like fix the songs and they're like yeah we're gonna fix them don't worry and they don't know how they're gonna fix them yet well I don't I mean poor unfortunate souls like I said it's all about like women are just meant to look hot. Like that's what Ursula says to her to get her to give her voice up. It's mm -hmm. supposed to be like a trick. Mm -hmm. So how do they clean that up and still tr get Ariel to be tricked? I have no idea. It's really something. We're going to find out. Well, remember that last guy that proposed? Yeah. This involves a wedding. Okay, we like Luke Rutz sending in this one. Luke Rutz going for the Rochi Award winner for Roach Reporter this year. I mean, he's been sending in some wonderful stuff. So a newlywed man and his brother died after a home theater music system that they received as a wedding gift exploded in India's uh, Chattisgarh State. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. It's a lot of H's. Uh, the explosive-laden music system was allegedly gifted by the bride's ex-lover. No. Oh, dun-dun-dun. I, lo I love how petty the bride's ex-lover is, though. Oh, we love a petty ex-lover. He was livid about her getting married to another man, the police said. Hamendra Marawi died on Monday in his house in the... Uh, I don't know why they got to give me all these locations. I mean, I can't say these locations. <laughs> uh, but he plugged in the music system. His elder brother uh, later succumbed to his injuries as well. Four other members of the family, including an 18-month-old child, suffered injuries and were admitted to the local hospital for treatment. The intensity of the blast was so strong that it reportedly brought down the roof and walls of the house. Good God. Um, they didn't check the card on this one to be like, who's this from, this sound system? That's insane. Although, I mean, I don't know that I would have been able, like, it's a bomb. But so if it's from the, I, I would have been like, your ex-boyfriend gave me gave us this crazy sound system. I don't know if I could accept that. Well, but also, like, now is she back with the ex-boyfriend? Like, what was his plan? Ah, probably to kill both of them. Ugh. How dare you live in love and uh, happiness for eternity? I'm going to murder you, it seems. I don't like. That, uh, that does make me, it doesn't make me worried, but, like, uh, it makes you think when you meet somebody late in life, as I am, you know, 37 now, if you meet somebody... They've got past lovers, right? And there's no. Oh yeah, they do, Josh. Yeah, there's they a, all do. There's a rigmarole of them, and there's no accounting for judgment calls from years and years ago. That's true. Once, do you have any ex-lovers that might kill someone if you were to get married to them? Um, I have one ex-lover that's definitely questionable. I don't know if he would kill anyone, but I also wouldn't put it past him. I think he would actually be more prone to like humiliation of me as well, opposed how so? to. Like finding like a weird video that he has or like a photo that he has, like something like that. Revenge porn. Revenge. Yeah. <laughs> Revenge. Porn. Porn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, that's what they, that's a that's crime what, though. That's too. like what I would be more afraid of. Right. Then. I would be pleased, by the way, if a woman put out my revenge. revenge. She's like, 
She's like, oh, yeah, well, here's a sex tape of us. I'd be like, sick lady. Thanks for doing that. Because <laughs> <laughs> it just would help you. Yeah, I'd be like, cool. It makes it, me look cool. Yeah. It helps you get laid more. I well, like- I mean, it would be like, uh, I would hope that she would do it because I was with a woman. And then I'd have to be like, babe, it was like, you know, 2007 or whatever. <laughs> that, was, that was 10 years ago. Yeah, I'm not, so- I don't even think about her. Yeah. But I'd still be like, <laughs> right? Yeah, because there is a part of it that's cool. Like, yeah, I fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there is that part of it. Yeah, if like, it's... how was it, though, right? Like, pretty awesome, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, on here it says the suspect identified as 33-year-old uh, Sarju Markham. I find I feel like Roach reporters out there are sending me foreign stories so that I have, I get thrown off by the pronunciation of names and or locations. Mr. Markham married a married man and father of two sons. So this guy's already married. What, the, the guy who put the... The bomber. The ex-lover bomber. Yeah, well... He was uh, allegedly in a relationship with a 29-year-old woman and wanted her to be his second wife. Oh, it's some Indian shit. Yeah, he's That's on some cool. shit. I like that. Markham had initially lied to uh, Marawi's wife that he was not married. After she realized the truth, she refused to marry him, but he kept threatening her to marry him. The suspect also threatened uh, the husband and and the two previously had an altercation over the issue. I want your girl to be my second wife. And he's like, no, man, she can't. She doesn't want that shit. But also, like, who needs a second wife that badly? What's wrong with your first? Evidently, she's not doing something, and he needs that second wife to fill in the holes. You got to fill in the gaps. She's just not playing with my balls. Let's put a bomb in <laughs> the stereo and call it a fucking day. I really want that second wife for the ball play. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I absolutely, you know, she she really checks off all the boxes, but she just doesn't take care of the balls, and I just got to fill that need. And how dare you take her away from me? I'm going to bomb your wedding. Yeah. Markham fitted uh, the bomb in the system and kept it below the Mandap platform along with the other gifts. Hmm, interesting. The accused told the police that he had planned the explosive in the home theater system and gifted it to the newly married couple in a bid to kill them. He used uh, ammunition nitrate, petrol, and gunpowder retrieved from firecrackers. He gift-wrapped it to avoid any suspicion. The blast got triggered when the system was switched on. It's like ticking and shit. It's like, like, the sound system's got a clock in it or something. That's pretty crazy. If she doesn't, if I don't have her tickling my balls, she will not (laughs) live. Yeah, right? That's it. Either she's my second wife (laughs) or she's no one's wife at all. How dare you want to be first, you loser? Oh, boy, that was something, Luke Rutz. Luke Rutz sent in multiple stories this week. I wonder if we'll have time to get to both of them. Well, here's the second one, actually. This one also involves a uh, crime, an assault with a fish. Oh, my Lord. What? You know what I call an assault with a fish? Any guy who has one as his Tinder profile picture, that's an assault with a fish. (laughs) And there's tons of them that do. Are they still doing that out there? Uh, Less on Raya. On Raya, it's more like the DJ booth is the fish. You know what I mean? Like, ew, please get away from the DJ booth. It's a turn off. Not the Ferraris, the Raya fish. Yeah. Or like some fancy car. Or like the step and repeat. Like you're on like some type of red carpet. There's also that douchey activity happening. What's the step and repeat? You know those things that you stand in front of to take pictures of? Where it swirls around you? No, it just like... The backdrop that'll say like the name of an event and then there'll be a carpet. They call it oh, the step in the room. I only just recently went to one of those and you took the picture of me. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> they were like, all the celebrities, get out there. And I was, I just didn't go. And then I was like, after everyone was done, I was like, I just want one picture. And then Sarah took it of me and I'm just staring at the sky. It was a great picture. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to Whitney for letting me be on my first step in repeat. Yes. For the record. You had an amazing appearance in the Bert of I'm in the roast of Bert Kreischer. Oh yeah, I did have evidently. Yeah, yes. I didn't see the I didn't see the final. I was at the hotel bar. <laughs> you guys have to watch it. It's so funny. It's free. It's Go free. check it out and see if you can find the roach in there anywhere because he is evidently. A Michigan man has been arrested for allegedly assaulting a grocery store clerk with a four pound frozen fish during a dispute. Man, you could have grabbed for a lot of stuff at a grocery store to to fight somebody with, and he picked a fish. That that t- takes balls. 
I love, I mean, remember well, cartoons? They'd slap people with like a mackerel. Yeah, and like the eyes in there still. That's... Yeah, I think there's something really insulting about slapping someone with a fish. I like that. Yeah. Is it's that a, a picture real of the fish fuck there? fuck you. Uh, what's that? No, I think that's just stock photo. They just got a stock photo. They're like, here's a fish that very well might be uh, looking like the one that was used. After the fish counter clerk informed the man that the counter had closed at 7 p.m. due to Ramadan, the suspect allegedly became angry and argued with the clerk. The Macomb County prosecutor's office said in a press release on Wednesday, the suspect then allegedly assaulted the clerk with the head uh, or on the head with a four pound frozen Hilla fish. Hilsa, Hilsa fish. Hilsa fish. That sounds uh, Jewish ew. or something. Ew, 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 ew. Mm, no, yummy. no, no. Like, to me, hitting someone with a fish is one of the grossest things you could hit them with. What's weird is the suspect was identified by prosecutors as Dr. Jabul Hussein. So he should have been recognizing Ramadan as well, right? Well, yeah, but he, sometimes you want your fish. Maybe he hadn't eaten all day because it was Ramadan and he was fasting <laughs> and he was hungry. I dated a fasting Ramadan guy one time and he became hangry and it was a nightmare. Maybe that's what happened. Maybe now, he was like, bitch, my stomach's eating myself. It's Ramadan. And I'm hungry. You're going to sell me this fish. And if you're not going to sell me it, I'm about to beat you with it. That's why 9-11 was created because they were hungry. <laughs> they were so hangry. <laughs> Is that... <laughs> I know what I find interesting though is now I wonder the victim here, the guy who was slapped with said fish. Yeah. I wonder was he making like a was he going like, oh no, we're closed at seven because it's Ramadan? Was he like fucking with the guy? I don't know. That's what it doesn't say that. So I'm I'm kind of you know pulling this apart, uh, and sort of like theorizing maybe he maybe this guy was like making a racist joke at the man and that prompted him to slap the fish that would be my defense again if if lawyer josh was walking into the courtroom and i had to represent uh mr hussein here i would be like your honor this guy clearly making racist jokes deserves to be slapped with a fish my client was so enraged i'm hiring you i think i i mean i would have we've talked we about it many times on this program i would have been a great lawyer. Maybe there's still time. Esquire Potter. Speaking of uh, religious uh, people. Yeah. You hear about the Dalai Lama? Tongue kissing a child or something? <laughs> yeah, I fucking did. Do we have this video? Because I didn't want to watch it till I was here. Yeah. I kind of saved this one for myself. Oh, yay. I didn't, I didn't want to watch it till I was here. The Dalai Lama, a spiritual leader of Tibet purportedly kissing a boy on the lips and then requesting the child to suck his tongue. That's a gnarly request in any Dude, context. suck my tongue? Like, there's people I've been in relationships with for three years whose tongue I wouldn't want to suck. I mean, it is an aggressive sort of thing Ask. to say. You have to really be, it's like, it's very much on long, like the, the Dalai Lama might as well have told that child, spit in my mouth, daddy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, God damn. Yeah, exactly. Spit in my mouth, little boy. Yeah. I mean. That would have been almost less That would have been almost less. Suck my tongue? Wild. <laughs> that is only in the most heinous of pornography films have I heard suck them utter, tongue. suck my tongue. Yeah. Wow. Okay, wait. has he issued an apology? Like, what's going on? Well, I'm sorry. I was waiting for the video. I really wanted to watch him tell the child to do that. <laughs> I don't know if that's in the video. But he is kissing him on the mouth. Uh, video depicting the Dalai Lama, spiritual leader, Tibet, purportedly kissing a boy on the look, lips and then look. requesting the child to suck him. Okay, sorry, here we go. Me a second. No, that's okay. Here he is. Oh, the kids blurred out. Wow, that was a long fucking kiss. Ew, ew, and look at how he's... Now he's being like... Suck on my tongue. So weird. Oh, my ah! Lord. Oh, my Lord. That is. Oh, my. Is the Dalai Lama. What if he's just senile now after all these years of being a, a monk, so to speak, I guess is what he is. I feel like Alex should help us out with the discerning of what the Tibetan religion. I don't know why I think you know anything about it. I'm like, Alex knows what he's talking about. With the I Tibet. mean. I don't think they're supposed to be sucking on tongues no matter what. I don't think so either. Yeah, no, I don't think so. I, I am upset by that. that oh, uh, I mean, <laughs> I'm that glad was we, visceral. What a way to close out the show. That was huh? fucking visceral, dude. 
I mean, it's gross. I mean, imagine any religious anybody doing this. Imagine let alone you're the... a kid. Like I imagine. I remember getting grossed out when my grandma would give me a kiss on the on the cheek, and then her lipstick would just be stuck on there. Their but, paper mouth. Like, I bet his mouth tastes like death. Gray, papery skin. The Dalai Lama's tongue. His holiness often teases people he meets in an innocent and playful way, even in public and before cameras. He regrets the incident. That's the statement after the fact there? Oh, he was just being playful. Yeah. Oh, I'm just being playful. I'm going to start doing that out and about. Suck my tongue, (laughs) lady. Good God. It's so heinous to say out loud. It's worse than suck my clit. It's (laughs) worse. Is it not? Totally, yeah. We were talking about that earlier. That's so fucking wild. It is worse than that. And again, spit in my mouth would have been more tame. Some observers remark that the conduct of other individuals in the footage who can be seen applauding and smiling was also wildly troubling. (laughs) One, (laughs) One user observed that the absence of outcry from those present during the incident implies that the Dalai Lama's behavior may not have been perceived as offensive. The previous week saw student musicians from multiple schools performing a long-life prayer offering to the Dalai Lama at the main Tibetan temple, uh, utilizing traditional instruments and singing. Back in 2019, the Dalai Lama ignited other controversy controversy by uh, stating that if his successor were a woman, she would need to be attractive. But do you see what he looks like? Oh, yeah. But what can we see young Dalai Lama? What if he's a player back in the day? What if he was like a hot to trot guy? Dude, Dalai Lama's done. Cancel Dalai <laughs> Lama. Get Let's get a new one. Let's switch the vibe. I like, also didn't know you could get other ones. This one's probably been the Dalai Lama for my whole life, right? So Dalai Lama is a young man, not bad looking. But now? You'd suck that tongue, huh? Ugh. I don't think I... <laughs> when I see him, like when I see him as old man, like the thought of him asking me to suck his tongue is so repulsive. And then the <laughs> fact that he asked a kid that is so even more sick. And what you you're not gonna say no? It's the Dalai Lama. Yeah, that it's poor like, kid. Yeah, what's he gonna it's like do? If Mother Teresa was like, "Eat my ass," you do it. Well, the Dalai Lama went into the yeah right. Of course, if the if Mother Teresa said "eat my ass," we'd have to. You'd yeah, just, you'd be, <laughs> be like, it's like, it's my service to the Lord. Yeah, exactly. That's so. What that's I mean. what this kid thinks. He's like, well, if the Dalai, if I suck the Dalai Lama's tongue, I'll be I'll be divine or some shit. Yeah, I mean, he's on his uh, Catholic Church bullshit. Back in the tw- back in 2019, he said that the female Dalai Lama would have to be attractive. If a female Dalai Lama comes, she should be more attractive. He had remarked in an interview. Well, more attractive than him. That's not saying much. Uh, and that's what he got in trouble for. He apologized uh, for those contentious remarks and evidently for the uh, kissing of the child, as you read. The child sucked his tongue. <laughs> kissing doesn't even seem like it. that's the word. Well, I mean, even if you take away the tongue suck, the kiss was extensive. It was a little too long. I mean, he's up in those mountains. Where's he's this kid's fucking, parents? He's getting horned out by... They're probably out there like, you suck that Dalai Lama's tongue. What are you, <laughs> if the Dalai Lama, they're prepping the kid. Like, if you go up there and the Dalai Lama says, suck my tongue, you do it. All right? If the Dalai Lama asks you to put a finger in his ass, you just do it. You don't question it. You just do whatever the Dalai Lama the says. The Dalai Lama needs to be fired. Who <laughs> fires the Dalai Lama? Let's fire him. Let's overturn his lamaness. I don't know how you would fire the Dalai Lama. I think he just goes, you know what? I'm stepping down. It's got to be like Nixon. We, we gotta, would like, love for him to step down. We got to wait for him to like give up or die. If you suck a child's tongue, you're no longer the Dalai Lama. I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's how religion works. I think that's a great rule. I think that's a great rule. If you suck... The tongue of a child. Well, no, he didn't... Now, now. You request a child to suck your tongue. Yes. My Let's be. get it right. You're no longer the llama. If you're getting your tongue sucked by a child. Child. <laughs> you're no longer the Dalai Lama. Yes. What a great message to end the program today, Sarah. Do tell everyone where they can find you. You can find me at Princess Shank on Instagram and Twitter. Subscribe to my podcast, Shank. It comes out every Wednesday. And then This Bitch with Kim Congdon every Monday. Does this come out this week? Yes. Okay. I'm going to be at Nightcap in Burbank 420 with Josh Potter. Come out. It's going to be a great time. And then May 7th through the 12th, I'm in Austin, Texas. Come see me live there. She's and coming back. Coming back. Mommy can't get enough (laughs) of y'all 
And then I'm coming to Mic Drop Arizona June 23rd and June 24th for shows with Kim Congdon. And I will be this Friday and Saturday in Chicopee, Massachusetts, Loft Comedy Club. Pleased to be getting the last few remaining tickets for that. I can't wait for it. It's this week. Please come out. Next time, uh, I'll see you. We'll be at that Burbank show with Sarah, 420. 422, April 22nd, Bakersfield, California at The Well. May 5th and 6th, Chandler, Arizona at the Mike Drop Comedy Club. June 1st in Poughkeepsie. Uh, in June 2nd and 3rd in Sarasota Springs. Hell yeah. Uh, is it Sarasota Springs? Yes, it is. I keep getting that in like Saratoga Springs mixed up, but that's in Florida. So Sarasota Springs, New York at the Comedy Works, June 2nd and 3rd. So pleased to be getting tickets up on my Instagram at Josh underscore Potter at J underscore Potter on Twitter. Other than that, thank you for liking, rating, reviewing, subscribing, all of the things. We're sorry about last week with the audio situation. We got it all fixed up. Just refresh if you need to do that and uh, won't happen again. And I hope that we see you next week right here on Wednesday on The Josh Potter Show. Thank you. Hell yeah.